Episode 14, A Conversation with Satyan Pathak. Thank you for tuning in to Six Degrees or Less. I'm your host, Seth McCauley. Today I've got Satyan Pathak with me, and I have been wanting and waiting to have this conversation ever since I created this podcast. Satyan is uh, probably my oldest and dearest friend. We've known each other since eighth grade. We've, uh, we've seen a lot together. We've been through a lot together. And uh, our conversations, our shared experiences, our shared journey are really uh, what helped shape and mold uh, this podcast that you're listening to today. He is a uh, subject matter expert in the material handling business, and he has been in uh, technical support, product management, business development, all kinds of different roles, traveling the world, speaking at conferences on the subject, and I'm super, super excited to have him here to to talk about uh, relationshiping, networking, our friendship, being in transition, the job search process, all that stuff, and uh, I can't wait to share this conversation with you, so I hope you'll tune in and uh, enjoy the conversation. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to Six Degrees or Less. I, uh, I don't even know what to say about this episode. I am so excited for this conversation. Uh, I've been waiting for this, uh, this, this moment for months, and it's finally here. And uh, so I wanted to introduce my, uh, my long time, my, my oldest friend, uh, Satyan Pathak. Uh, and I even have a hard time saying Satyan because to me, he's salt. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but, uh, but, but Salt, why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce yourself real quick to the, to the listeners? Yeah. So Satya and Patek, uh, just as Seth has iterated, we've been longtime friends since, uh, sixth grade. Uh, we go well, we go well back, uh, personal and professional levels. Um, I am ecstatic to be doing this, uh, and just kind of sad that it took so long for us to get this, get this on the calendar. So very excited to, to have this podcast and be part of this, uh, this journey that you are taking that I get to participate in. So. Awesome. Awesome. I know we talked about, um, you know, for a while we've been kicking around this idea. I'm like, man, what are we going to get you on the podcast? This is going to be like the mother of all interviews. This is going to be, cause there is so much history between us and so many memories and, um, you know, some of it's not safe for work, so we won't, we'll just leave that to the side. <laughs> but, um, but, um, but we, we've had a, a shared, journey as it relates to uh, to work and networking and relationshiping and we're going to talk about all that but um i know we we really ideally wanted to have this we wanted to do this in person and we talked about a couple of crazy ideas about you know a, a guy's weekend or me getting up to chicago and and you meeting me in chicago and we're doing it there I and mean, we we talked about all kinds of things but um we finally uh, we finally just said you know what we're just going to have to we're just going to have to get it done. So let's just use Zoom and, and use technology, and here we are. So Sometimes you got to rely on technology, right? Sometimes you got to rely on technology. So let's start the way I always like to start my interviews, and let's talk a little bit about our connection and, uh, and how, we, how we got connected. So we have, um, by my recollection, now you, you said sixth grade, my re- and this is, tells you how, how long we've known each other. <laughs> I thought it was eighth grade, so I thought it was 33 years, and that, that was my math. Um, 33 years, I think we've known each other. I think it was eighth grade, and, uh, and you and I, uh, 
we kind of, I think we kind of ran into some of the same circles and we just, I don't know, we just, I don't remember how or when it happened, but we just ended up just, we just became best buds and we were like inseparable from then all the way through, uh, through senior year in high school. Yeah, so, you know, I can't split hairs with sixth or eighth grade. I just know <laughs> 33 years sounds like a long time and that's about right. Uh, pinpoint day one, I, I don't think uh, I could do that, but I, I do have several memories from day one on that, you know, some we can discuss, some we can't. And that's right. We'll that's right. The abridged version, I guess, here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I think, you know, proximity, you know, our, our homes, we were, we were right there in the classic bike riding distance. That's we right. Up, yeah, we rode our bikes together to school. school. Cut through some neighborhoods you know, and, and cause havoc in between our one mile, one and a half mile distance, right? So yeah. Great times, great childhood. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, so we, uh, we went to junior high together. Went through high school together. A lot of good times. A lot of good memories. And um, and so, as it as it happens with a lot of people, you know, you 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 know, high school comes to an end. You go off to college, and and pe- things change. Life changes. And and you know, I went off to uh, to Austin to 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 go to school. Um, uh, you stayed there in Houston for a little while, and and honestly, I man, we just kind of we kind of kind of drifted apart for a while, and and you were doing your thing, and I was doing my thing. And every few years, we'd kind of reconnect and get back together, and and um, and then you kind of go through that that, and then I moved away out of Texas, and I went to Chicago, and I went to Seattle, and I went to Denver, and ended up back in Dallas, and we always stayed connected. But when I got back to Dallas, is when we really kind of. Cause you were in Dallas then at that time and uh, you were you know married and uh, started your family there. And, and, um, and so that's when we, we reconnected and, um, and really had a, a great shared journey and experience together, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. But um, uh, before we, we, we do that, I do want to, I want to talk a little bit. I want to have you talk to the group about what is it you're, what are you doing today? What's your, what's your role? What are you doing? What's your, what's your, what's your mission in life right now? Salt. So I, uh, I've been in material handling for, for most of my career. Um, currently today, I'm working with a company called DCS. I'm, I'm an account executive, so I'm managing high-end e-commerce retail accounts for them. And uh, basically, my mission is, is the way that we behave as consumers and how we like same day, next day, now coming same hour delivery. We facilitate that. We're, we, in my, my industry, my background, has been all that magic that happens when you hit click on your computer and expect it within a few hours. So that's- So you're like, you're, like, you're how the sausage is made. Right, exactly. <laughs> Behind the scenes, uh, making sausage. And we're making it super fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, my mission is just to better that experience for us as consumers, better it for the future, uh, embrace technology. There's all kinds of things from robotics to, to concepting. You've seen some of the, the droids, the drones that are delivering packages and how do we kind of marry all this together? That mm-hmm. makes best sense because, you know, us as, as a populace, we're, we're, we're getting more dense and dense and our demands and kids are just having a better experience that we didn't have, you know, I, I recall telling my kids, you used to have to wait five, five days for a letter in the mail for, you know, a happy birthday card or check or whatever. So times have certainly changed and, you know, my mission is to embrace it and, and see what we can do to move it forward, right? 
That's fantastic. That's been, yeah, it's, it's amazing now, right? If you want to send somebody, if I want to send you money, I mean, I'm sure after all this time, I'm sure I owe you money somewhere along the way. You could, I mean, you could just give me your Venmo and I could pop you, you know, 25, yeah. 50 bucks, whatever it is right now. So it's fun times. Fun times. Well, let's talk um, about, uh, so, so networking, relationshiping, you know, when I think, when I think about this podcast and kind of how I got started and, and why I got started, one of my um, kind of fondest and, and clearest memories actually it goes back to, to you, actually, when, when we were in, in Dallas, you know, we, you know, all those, all that time had gone by, we were in Dallas, we got re- reconnected. Long story short, you and I both ended up uh, in, in transition together at the same time in Dallas. And, uh, and that was a, it was, it was an interesting time because we were, we were not in the same space. I mean, you were in materials handling and, and, and 3PL and all that kind of stuff. And I was in HR and those worlds really don't, don't intersect much, but, uh, the DFW area has some fantastic resources and people, um, in terms of job search and career and networking and things like that. And so we got, you and I went to several events together, um, and uh, I mean, I, I can think of you know two or three right off the top of my head that we went to together, and we kind of just shared tactics and we shared um, stories. And, and when you uh, had a good uh, you know interview, you would call me and we talk about it. And same with with me. And, and so I, I remember just that time. It was just it was it was awesome to um, to to go through that with you. I mean, you were you were like my my you know, my you were my 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 brother, man. We were. We went together, kind of sharing our stories. But but the one thing I never forget, and I, you may you may have forgotten this, but we we kicked around this idea of doing. And this is, I mean, you know, you was around. But you you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So we kicked around this idea of man, we should like uh, we should like put together like some clips or some some like videos on on interviewing and, and, and I think what we meant was networking. I don't know if we ever used that word, but we said, man, there's like probably some lessons learned here that we might be able to share with some people. And so we kind of had this like really rough idea and talk about putting something together and having some fun with it and, and kind of being silly and, and it never happened. <laughs> you know, I remember we were having sort of an epiphany during that time. Right. Um, so one in transition, as we call it, it's a humbling experience, right? Yeah. So you, your 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 mind is uh, in a hundred different spaces and, and trying to navigate navigate those waters many different ways and what's the best way to leverage it, right? So um, that that was a very uh, unique time in my life as well. So mm-hmm. Kate, you know, I appreciate. It. I, I think it. We were in a, a very unique position to have to have both of us to bounce things off of. You know, as a companionship going through that time. Many, many folks don't have that, right? Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, I call it a blessing, right? It, it gives you a sanity check as to, you know, am I approaching this correctly? Are we interviewing correctly? What are these networking events? Um, one of my fondest things that I remember from it, and I took a takeaway from it, was we went to uh, how to use LinkedIn. Do you remember this event? I do, yeah. Um, I very, that same very day, I came back changed you know my linkedin profile made it 100 percent complete peppered in the words that we wanted recruiters to see and mm-hmm. the impact of that was profound i mean that's when i started getting some traction again um it it, it really was an invaluable 
networking event that I think we, we kind of co-founded that this, this should be good to go to. Let's, let's meet there, have a coffee, do the event, and then talk about it, and, and then make action upon it. I think, you know, having a companion to go through that with, most people don't have that. So I think we were, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason. I believe yep. in that. Um, not to say that we should have been in transition at separate times or together, but for, for whatever it was, you know, I'm glad that we were both in the same space. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Looking yeah. Back in hindsight, right. So, yeah. Well, in, 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 I mean, the added, the added benefit was just that, you know, it was, it was, it was you and I, I mean, it was just, um, yeah, it, it could have been two other people, but I think it was just, I looked, I mean, I looked, I, I don't, when we were going through it, I wouldn't necessarily call it fun, but no. I look back on it. I'm like, and it was fun. I'm glad it was you and I, we got to kind of like go through that together because um, just because of our relationship and, 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 you know, all the, all the things we've been through in, in life. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, what's that? House. It got us out of the house for an excuse to meet and, uh, you know, also kind of decompress, right? Because there's a lot of stressors that are happening. Oh yeah. We yeah. Have, uh, that, uh, you know, we can be honest with each other and, and decompress uh, you know, with, with transparency, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it gave us some time and, and time and space to kind of like unload all of our, unload all of our garbage, you know, cause sometimes, sometimes you don't want to want to do that at, at home, but you're like, all right, this is a safe place. And you, you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm feeling. And, and we could just, uh, but then we could, we always came back to, all right, let's, um, let's stop, you know, having a, pity party what are, what are we gonna do next time what do you got going on this week what do you got lined up you know call me let me know how it goes i mean all that kind of stuff and then you ended up uh landing a great role and you you've left the dallas area you, you left me behind <laughs> you left me behind and moved to uh to uh to the midwest to ohio and that's where you are today and i'm still here in dallas and but but we are we are both in in really really fantastic places and so like you said everything happens for a reason and and uh it, it it, again, I just go back to, I think back on those conversations about, you know, like, man, how can we have some fun with this? How can we, maybe we should put a bit of a video. And, and that was all rolling through my head when I started this, uh, when I had this idea about the podcast and, and, and part of it was like, how do I help people that are kind of going through transition and help them navigate through those waters? And so here we are. Yeah, I'm glad it's coming to fruition in some some form or fashion, right? So that's right. You know, life life consumes you real quick once you're once you're back in the game and you got your mission and and activities and, and your day to day life, right? With work and, and school or, or work and home or whatever that may be. Yeah. So to be doing this, there's there's great praise in that. I mean, there's it's 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 good to have that out there and be a reference and, and just be supportive for folks that are that might be in that transition phase. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so let's talk about. So, so I want to call. I want to go to a time. So, so you left Dallas. You went to Ohio, and you were with um, uh, with the organization. Eventually, got bought. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name now. Here, what's the the integrated, which was bought by Honeywell. By Honeywell. Honeywell. I was about to say HP, not HP. Honeywell. I knew it was an H. So, so, but, but at some point in time, when you were in that role, and I remember this. Um, I don't remember when it was, but all of a sudden you started, you started doing some speaking and you started getting asked to conferences. And then all of a sudden, man, I'm tracking you on Facebook and Instagram and you were like world traveler. I mean, you were, you were uh, speaking at conferences all over the world. And this, and I'm, and I'm thinking, man, how, 
how did this happen? Like, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised that it happened just because I know you, but I'm just thinking, how did this happen? And I guess what my question is, well, how did that happen? I mean, when you think about networking and relationshiping, I mean, you, at some point in time, you, you took a step out, you took a leap of faith, you took, you kind of just put yourself out there, talk to the audience about kind of that journey and, and, and kind of what, what happened and kind of where, where it took you. Yeah, so I've been very fortunate with, uh, with Honeywell Integrated to give me that experience. So, you know, we're a very, uh, we're a trendsetter uh, as far as automation and very much, uh, we, we like to be known as the SMEs in the industry. And mm-hmm. I'm not with them and I'm still associating the term we, but at, for this point in time, it was we. So, um, <clears throat> you know, you kind of, you have to go through kind of the, the steps of, of becoming a speaker. I would, I would say today, if you were still speaking today and you would, it's normal to still have butterflies, you know, no matter how big the crowd I've spoken to before. Um, but my journey started out pretty small, you know, it started out with some local trade shows. Um, you started to get a name out there for yourself, um, a name with the organization that's trusted in the industry. Um, and then, and then you start seeing, you know, what, what market market in, in other global regions. And then I ended up starting to speak at trade shows there. I did some panel panel interviews on, on just the topic. So once you start removing the promotional piece of speaking and mm-hmm. get more guided to an educational piece, to why would you want automation or why would you want to be uh, decreasing your labor account or whatever that may be, whatever key performance uh, metric that you're, you're trying to improve on, um, then these become more of a reference versus just a, just a, you know, a plug for a company. And right. I think becoming and moving in that direction, I co-spoke with several companies and got invited to even speak outside of the company and be part of the, the industry organizations on the educational piece as well. So putting yourself out there is, is it's difficult. I'd say it wouldn't be easy. I don't think I was a public speaker. I took a, it, it took a bit of a, a heart and passion to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know some some nights of cold sweats as I'm about to be in front of X amount of people and uh, <laughs> you embrace it you know and and for me you know the the one thing that I'd always said in the back of my head was uh, the worst thing you can say is no or laugh and then yeah. once I'm done you've had a good laugh and you move right. on yeah, you know? yeah. So I don't picture anyone naked I can't do that but I do go with the they're just gonna laugh <laughs> <laughs> but well. It, was yeah you know I started speaking and very again fortunate with my company you know I was able to represent them in circles uh, globally so it uh, it was a great experience and still what's the largest what's the largest audience you you spoke in front of uh, largest audience that's a great question um, I want to say it was about four hundred people four hundred okay it was a uh, it was an e-commerce panel discussion so wow. Yeah, and then you're sitting, you know, and then you're on a panel, so you're with your peers as well, right? Yeah. Wow. You don't want to give away trade secrets or critical sure. developments, but you're also, you know, want to want to be uh, uh, true to the, the reason of why you're there and what you're supporting right. it as far as the industry. Wait, yeah. You, you want to add value, but you don't want to, like, give away the, the secrets, right? I'll tell you, though, my toughest crowd was uh, – my daughter's class. So I had to go. I had to go represent as what does a product manager do? And it was career day, 
And wow. I think I got asked more questions within a 15 minute time frame uh, than I did in any other interview or any other speaking engagement that I've done. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they don't hold back. I mean, they're they don't hold back. Yeah. 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 So, wow. That was, that was a good one. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I got to tell you, man, I, um, Thinking back to, uh, I don't know, it must have been maybe, I don't remember, we took algebra together, I think maybe 11th grade, and you and I used to sit in the back of the class and, uh, and just cut up and very, we did very little algebra. Yeah. Uh, I, w I have to tell you, I would have, I would have never imagined then that uh, I'd be having a conversation with you about um, speaking engagements globally and presenting in front of 400 people and having an intelligent conversation. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I would have imagined myself the same, right? No, no, you wouldn't have. <laughs> you wouldn't have. Yeah. But um, so, uh, so, so, man, it's great. When you, when you started doing that, um, I mean, I have to believe, you know, you start getting into, um, you, you kind of start with the first one and then you get the next one and then you kind of get more and more. But, but, but talk about relationshiping in that, in that realm. I mean, how does, how does, uh, I don't want, not that it's different or that it changes, but I mean, how did you approach, how did you approach each of those events? Because um, I have to believe that when you go to an event like that and you speak, one of the products or one of the outcomes of that is you might get another opportunity to go to another thing and speak. So I guess talk about the kind of relationship, relationshiping from that point of view. And that's true. So many times the output is, you know, you get recognized by a peer or, or someone who's in the supply chain network forum that, that wants to have you speak at a college next and, and, you know, talk to upcoming engineers and why they might consider supply chain engineering versus just going in your traditional MBA or something. Yeah. So that part of the networking is to me is the biggest piece is you, you have to be genuine. If you're not mm. genuine in your message and you're not genuine in the reason of why you're doing it, and it's always a kind of pay it forward, right? So when you when you do it educationally, you're trying to grow not just the industry, but the folks that are not going to be joining it. So I we used to joke even when I was in product management, is there, there wasn't there's no product management degree. You kind of fall back ass into product management. And it's that's true. Yeah, that is so true. There's no school for it. You know, there are some certificates now that are available, but um, you, it's a skill set that you acquire, and it's basically it's a blend of everything from sales to road mapping, knowing knowing product life cycles, uh, and then being an internal and external customer to manufacturing, sourcing, et cetera. Right. So all the pillars of the business. <clears throat> um, it, to me, the relationshiping piece of that is, you know, when you're when you genuinely answer questions correctly as far as what they want to be addressed and, and not give away any IP and things like that. You know, that, that kind of puts yourself out there. It puts the company saying, hey, I trust this individual as well to be speaking on behalf of a large, you know, organization. They can, they have their, they can cherry pick who they want to speak, right? So right. Um, I think that gets you a trusted name and then other, one of the output would be other speaking engagements or it just may be, hey, I've got some questions. I heard you talk a few months back. They shoot me an email and, um, you know, we start, we start either coming up with the solution or coming up with whatever their request may be for why they reached out. Right. So. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I got asked to, uh, to speak, uh, in December at a, at a conference, an HR conference It's going to be in Dallas. And so I'm going to have to offline, of course, I'll have to 
you and I will have to set up some time and I'm going to, I'm going to pick your brain about, uh, uh, do's and don'ts and some things that will help me to, uh, to, to make sure I knock it out of the park. So right. definitely welcome out. <laughs> so then let's, let's, so, so let's kind of keep going on the, on, on the journey. So, so then just recently you made a, you made a change. You, you stepped out of the space that you were in for, for so long and you kind of, um, you know, built up a, a career and a reputation and you, you, you kind of took a, uh, you took a chance, you took a risk. And, uh, and uh, so talk about kind of doing that and then, uh, and then how you kind of ended up, you know, with, with DCS today. Yeah, no. So, you know, opportunities sometimes present themselves in, in many different fashions, right? In facets. So this was an opportunity to leave the industry, to join um, a global 200 company um, or a fortune 200 company and to be able to, uh, kind of move into an adjacent space. So it was food equipment business. Um, and they were looking for someone to uh, run, a, run a business uniform. So uh, it, it was local. So um, it, it made sense. No relocation was involved. And there were some perks that, you know, that said, hey, maybe it's something you should try. So you know, there's many times in life where you have an opportunity to jump and, anything, you know, you may regret it. Or there's always that kind of looming what if. Um, so knowing that in the past, you know, 15 to 20 years, I've made a name safe for myself in an industry to where I think at, at any given point in time I could return to, maybe I should take this leap of faith and, 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 and see where it goes. Right. So, um, sometimes you have, you have to swear off the road just to make sure that, you know, that the road you're on was the right one to be on in the first place. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I did that, um, and uh, you know, once you get into this industry of material handling, it's it's very difficult to stay out of, um, and it, it's a passion that most people that are in the industry here, and we we see each other at trade shows every six months, and and it's you know it's a big party uh, afterwards and during, and and it, every it, you know a trade show is a huge networking event for us that we just maintain for for years and as far as was going to resurrect what we took off six months ago, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so with this, with this opportunity, you know, I, I stayed in it a very short term, um, realized that, uh, you know, fail fast, fail quick if I need to, but uh, it just wasn't my bread and butter. And, um, and I knew back in, deep in my heart that I just need to come back to the industry that, you know, that paved the way and that I can, I can actually bring more value to. So, um, yeah, I had a quick transition there. I wouldn't say that it wasn't without any, you know, being scared at, it, at any given time. Um, sure. New product, new industry, new new culture, new people. Um, it, it's uh, it's not an easy task to to overcome. Right, right. But I love what you said though about um, fail fast, fail quick. Right. So I think a lot of times people are. <clears throat> I think a lot of times people hold themselves back. They want to say it's something else. Well, the timing's not right, or it's family, or you know, they, they always want to kind of, kind of put put it on something else. But I think it's really, it's really themselves that uh, they're holding themselves back. And and uh, I mean, you you took a, um, you took a risk. You, you took a chance. I mean, you've got here you are. You've got I mean, you've got a family. You got two great kids, and I mean, you've got, you know, obligations and commitments. And it's not like you're, you know, back when you were, you know, 22 years old and you. Didn't, all you had to worry about was, you know, a rent payment and, you know, 
you know, maybe paying the car, you know, bill note or something like that. I mean, you've got stuff, real life going on. And when you did that, that was a huge, it was a huge risk. I mean, and, and, you know, we talked about it. I remember when you, when you were uh, considering the offer and, and, and you called me for some counsel and we were talking through it and, and he said, man, this, this is a big opportunity. It's a big role. And, uh, and, uh, and, and you did it and I gotta, I gotta hand it to you. You, you took, you took a step and you really, you did take a risk, but I think you, what you learned through, I, I, again, I love that fail fast, fail quick. You realize that's not my, it's not my sweet spot. Yeah. Um, and you gotta love what you do. And, um, you know, um, I've got, I've got a, a good amount of work, work years still left ahead of me. Right. So mm -hmm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be somewhere where I'm still passionate day in, day out and wake up every day enjoying what I do and, and knowing that I bring value to a company, industry, organization, right? So, um, yeah, once you are, you know, true to yourself, you can make decisions pretty clear-minded. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so now in your, in your new role, so let's kind of now, now you're in a new role and you're learning. I mean, it's only been, yeah, I mean, what, what has it been like? I don't even think it's been six weeks, has it? I think I'm right at six weeks almost, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, so six weeks, oh man, six weeks in, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just now hitting five months with, uh, with, with my new role, but, uh, but six weeks in, I mean, you're still trying to make sure you know where the bathrooms are and where the coffee is and stuff, but, um, um, you know, relative, you know, just, you know, figuratively speaking. Right. Um, but, but what, how do you, how have you been building relationships internally? I know you work from home. So that's, you know, a, a bit of a challenge, but I know that you're on the road quite a bit. And I know you go down to the, to the office in Tennessee a lot, but, uh, but what are you doing to kind of stay sharp in terms of, of building relationships and relationshiping and networking? What do you do locally? What, what do you, what are you doing? What's your, what's your game plan there? That's, that's a, that's a very fair question as far as in regards to relationshiping, right? So, you know, I, I had, a, I got a couple points. So first um, I have made lifelong colleagues and friends at, at Intelligrated, mm -hmm. Intelligrated. We uh, continue a lunch that uh, we do every two weeks. Um, awesome. That's great. They stay together with the marketing department, other product managers and other folks that, uh, you know, I've, I've built a rapport with, you know, um, many of the folks we are, we're at, uh, at an at-home basis, right? If, if we're grilling, call them over, you know, they've got kids, family, and, and it's not just always about work, you know? And that, to me, that's, that's true, you know, relationship. I mean, I'm not just networking or inviting someone over just so we can maintain a relationship. It's, we enjoy our company. We have shared vision, shared passion. Um, and sometimes the company, even though we don't work together now, doesn't mean that uh, we don't have a shared uh, common interest to just be good in the industry as well. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's that's some aspects of that. I, I do lunch with some some ex colleagues. Um, I definitely leverage uh, some social media. You know, I'm, I'm uh, putting out there that I'm with a new company. You know, here's my new contact info, and that kind of spawns that kind of spawns the re the reconnect, right? Oh, so so what you know what capacity are you doing there? What you know? Explain to me if if we if we be able to work together. You know, on a customer end user base. Sure. Um, and uh, you know, we're we're we always say there's a lot there's a lot of overlap in this industry. Um, it is not uncommon for folks to you know go from a competitor to a competitor. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's it's 
very often. You're saying it's just not uncommon. Yeah. Uh, so we, you don't burn any bridges and everyone knows everyone. And we're all a big family when it comes to uh, knowing about material handling. And uh, it, it, it really is a family. And if you ever go to see a trade show, a material handling trade show, everybody knows everybody. Everyone's, you know, having coffee with each other. And, it, and it's disregard of which company you're with. It's just, you know, you're in the industry for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, I, you know, I reconnect with some, some old colleagues of mine. You know, we do some phone calls. I actually had a lunch uh, that actually got postponed today with, uh, with a supplier of mine uh, from a previous company. And, you know, we're just, just keeping in touch, right? So it's it, staying tuned in to what's happening. Uh, and, it, and it's very much give and take, right? So it's, uh, you know, we want to share information, but we also want to, we also want to be true to ourselves as to, you know, we all know that five years down the road, we may be working for each other. We may be working with each other. We, who knows, right? So that's right. Yeah. Uh, it, you just have to be, like I said, genuine and transparent. And I think I do a, a fairly good job at that. You know, there's always room for improvement, but um, so that's currently what I do. It's, it's, I reach out on my own and, and many times I'm getting reached out by colleagues and it's finding the time uh, to be able to make and foster those those uh, those engagements, right? Yeah, yeah. Where have you uh, where have you where have you hit it out of the park? What, what, can, you, can you give me give me a time, give me an example of maybe you know kind of your your best? I don't want to say your best networking story, but I mean like where you've really just where you've built a uh, you were able to 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 foster, cultivate, build a, a relationship that just blossomed into something you never that you never expected. Um. I got a, I got some couple good references, but one that I could probably say is we have an industry organization called MHI, and it is uh, it's basically it's it's a, it's an organization that kind of cultivates all of us that are in the industry, and mm-hmm. then best practices whether it be for equipment, whether it be for process, uh, whether it be for operational excellence, and we kind of pool on on everything. So I have sat on a committee. Uh, for them for the last uh, six years, maybe now. And, you know, it started out as, you know, you're just this, you're this one person that's representing a a little sliver of knowledge for an entire industry. Uh, But then, you know, you realize that that's everyone else with you. And we have weekend getaways to where all we do is, is pool what, you know, best practices are. That network or that group of folks, um, I had never thought I'd be part of that. So that is outside of my organization that I currently work for. It's outside of, of, of anything to get recruited. It's just a group of folks that are sharing and being honest as to what what the next level be and how do we keep promoting, you know, for our for all these e-tail retail giants that are just that are that are needing help or just needing direction, right? So. It's a very collaborative group. It's a very safe haven group. Um, and, uh, and we, yeah, I think we utilize it in that fashion. And since we do, we, we, get, we get the best bang out of it as well. Awesome, man. What about? Um, Good stuff. Yeah. No, that sounds, that sounds incredible. How about, how about times where you, where, you, where you swing and a miss something where you, you're like, you look back on it now and you're like, well, that didn't go the way I wanted it. <laughs> Yeah, so you know when you're in 
business development. I've worn several hats in this industry from product management, sales, business development. You know, the, the mistake with um, relationshiping or networking is, is, hey, I met you, you know, we're connected on LinkedIn, we're best friends now, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, I think- uh, What are you doing this weekend? Yeah. yeah. Weekend or, you know, or you, or you move a little too fast. Um, and sometimes, I don't say many times, there are a couple times where I, I think I, I hit and I missed. And, um, you know, you, it, it takes time. It, and it, you can't, there's a delicate balance, right, of, of becoming, you know, becoming relationship, I guess, versus mm-hmm. becoming a stalker, right? So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Those are, word, those are words of wisdom from Saul right there. So there's a couple times, you know, you know, I had, I, I put my foot on the gas too, too quickly. And, you know, I probably severed a relationship that could have been fostered, but, but isn't now. Right. So <laughs> they're like block, block. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that's all, you know, if you, if you don't fail, you're never going to learn. And, you know, that's the, the dad talking to me now. Right. So Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, what? Um, all right, because so so we're going to start kind of winding this down, but uh, but we're going to have a little bit a little bit more fun here. So so let's go back. So 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 Salt, I want you to go back to that that guy in uh, in the back of the room who was a uh, if I remember correctly, you were asleep half the time in algebra class. Um, but I still think you, I think you got a better grade than I did. I don't know how that worked out. But you were. Um, <laughs> just came natural. I know that. <laughs> but if you could go back to that kid, who's you know sitting there in algebra class, and you could give him some advice, what would you tell yourself? What, what would you tell the uh, the young Satyan Pathak? Uh, and remember, this is this is public here, so let's let's not let's not go down that path. Okay, no, that's, that's we can talk about that. Yeah. It's similar to, I think, what I would tell my kids now, right, is, you know, in 2020 hindsight, you know, you, you always hear, if I had known now what I know then, et cetera. I mean, I think, I think that kind of is kind of the obvious response, right? But I think I, I would really tell myself is to be more engaged. Um, I think I learned about, you know, relationshiping and networking at pressured times, uh, meaning like our transition time, mm-hmm. um, meaning that, uh, you know, it, it's something that you don't just turn on at, at when you need it. Um, it's something that, you know, you need to engage and to have that comfort zone within, within a trusted network of your peers, it, it takes time. And, you know, I, I, I have a very valuable trusted peer network. Um, that I can rely on and they can rely on me. But I think I, I did it late, late in the game. Um, yeah. I think I did it for, for, you know, at that time, probably a selfish reason, right? So I didn't know what that was. And like I said, you know, in transition from career to career, it's a humbling experience. And sometimes you're scrambling and, and um, you know, I, I'd like to remove that, that scramble feeling mm-hmm. uh, if it ever does happen to anyone that, you know, this is what you would leverage back on. So, you know, my, my jump that I took from my, my short stint into the food equipment business, um, it was 
peers. It was there was no. Hang on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Applications into the void. We had a little bit. We have a little bit of noise there. You said it was a hundred percent. What say it again? It was a hundred percent leveraging my peers and my network. Okay. It was. It was very minimal. Where you just hit a, you know, hit hit an interview or sorry, hit application and send it into the void, right? Yeah. Uh, so if it wasn't for that, you know, I don't think I would have been able to transition back as quickly as I did, you know, and to be candid for this podcast, that was a quick four months of a transition out and transition back. So uh, that's, that's, uh, it's kind of unheard of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're, you're so, you're so right. I mean, I've heard recently, I've heard so many, um, I won't call them stories, but just instances, just talking with people and catching up with people in my network. And I've heard of people who have, who have spent their entire career and, and who are, and it's not, it's not about all about LinkedIn, but, but let's be honest. I mean, LinkedIn is kind of the, the platform for networking today. Right. But when I hear stories of people who have, um, you know, who quite frankly are pretty close to retirement, and then something happens and they get told, hey, we don't need your position anymore or whatever. And they find themselves in transition with no job. They've spent 35 years, 40 years at one company and they never did anything to cultivate and to build a, a network because they never thought they needed it. And it just breaks my heart. I mean, it breaks my heart to hear, to hear stories like that. And that's where I, I go. I mean, that, like we said right there, you know, you, it can't, it's, not a, it's not just a switch you can just flip on. You know, if you haven't been doing this, <clears throat> I don't want to say day in and day out, but, you know, regularly, I mean, if you're not kind of, you know, checking in and building your network and cultivating it and connecting with people on a regular basis, it's going to be really tough. You can't just flip a switch and be like, okay, networking is on, you know, let, let the leads come, let the offers come. I mean, that's just not yeah. how it works. It's false hope. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So, uh, so let's, let's, let's end with a little, little bit of fun. We, start, we started at the very beginning. I mentioned that we were going to tell the story of how you got the nickname Salt. Um, we, we didn't do it, so I'm going to come back to that. So this, that, that's what we call a bookend, right? So we started it. We did a teaser. Now we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna end with that. So Here, I thought you just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what really happened, but then I, but then I remembered. Um, so let's. Why are you calling me out like that, man? <laughs> so um, let's <laughs> tell uh, tell tell the listeners how did you how do how how did you become known as Salt? Because I'm telling you, that's all I. I mean, I I still I have a hard time saying Satyan because I don't know you as Satyan. I know you as Salt. So tell us tell us the story. Uh, the the infamous nickname uh, for for the Sugarland area of Texas, right? Um, there's a couple stories around it, but the one that I remember and how it started was uh, was uh, in junior high. We had a substitute teacher come in, and that substitute teacher was going down the roll call list and came to Satien and said, Saltien, and uh, I want to say maybe there's less than a handful of people who didn't laugh. Uh, so the entire classroom is is now, you know, in a – in in a laughing mode i did raise my hand you know corrected but as we are as young kids we found something that we could pick on and we kind of ran with it so it actually you know was salty in salty in for a while and then it turned into salty that's right 
salty went for a little while. It had its run, but you know, as we are, we get lazy. So we dropped the Y. You had to have it only one syllable, right? So that's right. Salt. Um, that's right. Because you uh, know, because everyone starts off as Billy, and then they become Bill, or Tommy becomes Tom, and Ricky grows up Rick. But you, you grew up to Salt. Yeah, and it was a nickname I could not shake uh, for the life. Nope. Of no pun intended. No pun intended. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that that wasn't even uh, rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, it, it took on a life of its own, um, and the friends I had were very much uh, willing to promote it and keep it in place. Uh, I know my parents were not, they weren't thrilled about it, we'll just say that. No, they weren't. Um, if I recall, they, had a, they corrected you if you said that in the house. Um, they did. I remember your mom telling me that several times. And I think it took, it took well into almost after college, because... You know, we were carpooling with with Fong and, and Perla and others. Yeah. Uh, so so the nickname lived on even through the couple years of college. So um, right. and uh, you know my closest friends today still call me Salt. So it's uh, you know it is what it is, uh, and it's it's a nickname that I, I have uh, I've grown to love. Right. Yeah. Well, in my phone, it's still Salt. There's no there's no there's no, there's no last name. It's just Salt. Right. And, and you're the only one in there, so it's not like I'm going to get you confused with with somebody else. Someone else, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So since we're since we are uh, sharing, I, there are still some people who, when I call them up, I get, oh my golly. Oh my golly! Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was my that was my uh, my my nickname didn't last quite as long as yours, but you know my uh, <clears throat> when I ran for 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 vice president of student council my senior year, that was my slogan. Oh my golly! Vote for Seth McCauley. And uh, for for many years, I still remember it. I think uh, you know we were trading emails. I think I still put it in there. So. I think you. I think you did. I think you did. Well, man, this has been uh, this has been epic. This has been great. I uh, like I said, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and and uh, I can't wait to uh, to share your story with uh, with uh, with others. And um, oh oh, before we forget, how do and I know all this is all going to be posted when I post it, but. If people want to get in touch with you, how uh, how do they do that? How do they get in touch with? Um, I think when you post it, yeah, I've got a LinkedIn link. Um, I got a Twitter, um, I uh, and uh, Facebook email. I think your conventional ways. Uh, I'm not on every type of social media out there, but I think the core four I'm on. So, um, Taste of Tech is my Twitter handle. Um, meaning, I like to eat when in Rome, right? So all my world travels, I post photos of food globally. So that's right. Ace of tech. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty easily accessible. Don't Google salt. I won't show up in that feed. But... <laughs> <laughs> good, good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been, it's been awesome. Thank you for, uh, for indulging me, and this is this is uh, this is great. At some point in time, we'll have to have a, a second edition uh, in person uh, where we can get together live. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, I share the sentiment, you know, um, and I'm glad I'm I was able to participate. Uh, this is real fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. All right, buddy. Well, hey, have a have a great one, and uh, until next time, thank you. All right, take care, Seth. Thank you.
Thank you once again for tuning in to Six Degrees or Less. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation with Satyan Pathak as much as I enjoyed having it. If you've got questions for me about the podcast, you can reach me at Six Degrees or Less. That's the number Six Degrees or Less at gmail.com. Also, if you are interested in having me come speak to your group, uh, I'd certainly love to talk to you about that as well. You can reach me at the same email address and we can have that conversation. Until next time, I hope that you have a great week. And next time I'll be featuring my podcast episode with Kristen Harcourt. And we'll be talking about her insatiable curiosity, among other things.